What's up, Ishes? Welcome to day seven of the 28 days of self-love. We're a week in. I'm so excited. This is your kind of well, kind of toxic main ish bringing you another episode of Wellish. I want to talk to you guys today about overcoming the fear of social situations. And I originally wanted to coin this as social anxiety. So if you're working from your workbook and you see social anxiety on there, this is that episode. But the reason I became fearful to word it that way is because if you haven't figured it out already, I'm not a therapist. (laughs) Social anxiety is a mental illness and I don't want in any way, shape or form to mislead you in a way that says that I'm a doctor and knows exactly how to handle these situations. If you feel that you need more help, absolutely get in touch with a therapist or any sort of help that you think that you might need because overcoming a mental illness, a lot of the time isn't something that you can solve on your own. You do need the help of a professional and that is not me. I am a person that has experienced these things and wants to share with you my experiences and what has helped me to work through them. They are not foolproof and they might not work for everybody. Another disclaimer that I would like to make is when you are experiencing social anxiety or the fear of social situations, it can be really shitty that people don't understand you and people that don't experience social anxiety or don't have this issue with it, they don't understand you. And there are people that can't even ask a waiter for a napkin. Like you can't even order yourself some Panera at the counter. Like you have to run over to the computer kiosk and do it there so that you don't have to interact with another human being. I am not that way. My fear of social interactions has been developed through a fear of rejection. Essentially, that's what social anxiety is at its core, is this fear of rejection. My fear of rejection came first, and then social anxiety was learned from that fear of rejection. It was experiences that I had with my peers and in relationships and maybe even in my own family that I developed these social anxieties. And if you're a person that just has been this way as long as you can remember, I do not in any way, shape or form want to make it sound like I'm trying to understand you because that's not my intention and I don't want to discredit the overwhelmingly hard things that you have to experience typically on a daily basis in your own life. Again, these are just the things that have worked for me when I have crippling social anxiety and feel insanely uncomfortable in social situations. A good example would be if you guys listened to yesterday's episode and I talked to you guys about going to lunch with those new friends and sitting there and thinking in my head about how they must think that I'm the worst and that they're judging me and I'm going to embarrass myself in front of them and that I don't want them to know who I am because maybe they won't like me. That's a prime example of what social anxiety looks like. I was listening to a therapist talk about social anxiety and one of the things that she mentioned was if you are constantly 
asking other people questions so that you can avoid talking about yourself. I was like, ding, 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 that's me. <laughs> Shit, shot to the heart. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe that she said it. It was so funny. So I want to talk to you guys about some things that I have found helpful when I'm in those awkward, horrible, gut-wrenching situations. So because social anxiety essentially is this terror that you associate with interacting with other people, can you take a step back and identify what it is that you precisely are terrified of? Is it a fear of rejection? Is it embarrassment? Is it that you don't want them to know you? Is it, what is it? What are you afraid is going to happen if you involve yourself in a social interaction? Are you just afraid that you don't know how to word things? You don't know how to express yourself? These are some of my common fears. Like, I feel like I don't accurately get my point across if I'm not given the time to express my feelings. So if I'm not given the opportunity to express things, like, for example, a lot of the time when I'm in social situations, I've created this like rushing feeling in my head that I have to like spit out what it is I'm trying to spit out right away. And I have to be like witty and quick with what I'm trying to say. Witty, not trying to be like funny all the time. Like I straight up mean just like having a intelligent or clever or informative response to whatever the conversation is that's happening at that given moment. And if I'm not quick enough I'm going to get glazed over. My point is going to be missed. People aren't going to listen to me talk and it's going to be on to the next point and the next person is going to have the opportunity to speak and I'm going to lose out on my opportunity. That's why I love talking to you guys so much because this allows me to take a second and pause and think about what I'm going to say before I say it. And then I can edit that pause out. (laughs) But in social situations, you can't have these long, severe pauses because then somebody jumps into where you're going to talk. But I think that it's not that serious. I think that, you know, if you are able to identify what the fear is and really ask yourself how valid that fear is and what the worst or best case scenarios would be if that fear were to occur, because truthfully, inevitably, with social anxiety being with a fear of rejection, Rejection is something you are going to have to come face to face with in your life, whether you avoid social situations or you don't. People that have social anxiety still feel the basic human need for connectedness. So it's not like having this anxiety totally discredits your ability to interact with human beings. And when you do, even if it's just at the grocery store or with a friend or with a family member, you know, you are opening yourself up to rejection in any way, shape or form. And it's going to have to be something that you find a way to come to terms with. And honestly, just even acknowledging that that is a possibility that you could walk into, whether you try to avoid it at all costs or not, might help you prepare yourself better for the times that it does happen. If you can think about what happens when you get rejected, how would you handle that situation? A lot of the time we just like to think about the fear of it and like the feelings that you're going to have from it and the pain that it's going to make you feel and that you're going to be embarrassed and shamed and whatever else. But seriously, think about 
how will you handle that situation? Like, what will you do? Because then you'll be able to be a little bit more prepared and you can feel a little bit more sturdy on your feet when you enter those social situations in case you do come face to face with that. Something with that, too, is they always tell you not to picture the worst case scenario. And sometimes I like picture the worst case scenario because it prepares you. Now, you can't let that eat you alive because I, that's not me giving you good advice. Like you're not supposed to picture the worst case scenario. But I do think that it allow if here's when you can is when you use the worst case scenario to prepare you for if it were to happen. This is like literally the worst advice in the whole world. I'm so sorry. But I'm serious. <laughs> like, if you can think, okay, like what happens if this turns into a full out brawl? You can say, my plan is to just walk away. Or my plan is to say, I don't like that you talk to me like that and then just walk away. Or whatever it is that your plan is going to be, at least you have a bare bones plan. That's the key. Have a bare bones plan. My mistake is that I would sit and create an entire argument in my head, create it. It wouldn't have happened and it never did, but I'll, I, I'd be fucking damned if I wasn't prepared. I create a whole argument in my head and I sometimes still do this. Like I literally did it in the shower this morning with a person that I don't really like. The shitty news that I do have to give you guys is that in order to overcome this, it's like learning a foreign language. Unless you completely submerge yourself into it, you're not going to be fluent. It's not going to happen. The good news is that it doesn't have to happen all at once, but it does have to happen. The best way for you to try to begin submerging yourself is identifying what your fears are. Like seriously, Take a step back, whether you do this in your head while the social situation is happening or beforehand and you want to just get to the root of your social anxiety while you're sitting on your couch tonight, get a piece of paper and write down all of the fears that you think could happen for an upcoming event in general, whatever you want to do. And then after you do that, you kind of want to make a gradual plan of action. So think of it like in steps. What would be like you're setting mini goals for yourself? Like first, like let's say you're doing it in general, okay? You're just trying to overcome your social anxiety in general. Your first step might look like looking up a YouTube video and watching people interact. Looking up a YouTube video about how to make small talk with people. You know, something that you're introducing yourself to social situations. You're listening to this episode. This could be your first step. Your second step can be maybe saying hello to the cashier. And then the third step might be complimenting a stranger. So these things are going to be people that, you know, you're not going to see again. You're not going to see in your everyday life. They don't know you on a personal level. You're just doing bare minimum small talky conversations with them. And then when you start to step it up is maybe asking your coworker how her weekend was or asking her opinion on something because now you're opening yourself up to social interaction with a person that you are going to continue to interact with and the idea of them judging you becomes a little bit more terrifying. Regardless of how you submerge yourself, whether you just like go balls to the wall and get into as many social situations as you can until, you know, it maybe it doesn't scare you as much anymore because you realize that your fears aren't as accurate, as frequent as you think that they would be, or you do it gradually to slowly start to overcome those fears. 
Another thing that you can do, this is one of my favorite things because I just think it's so simple. And a lot of the time, I don't take the time to sit down and try to divulge through my issues. And, you know, that's probably an issue in itself. But it's just the truth. If you're like me and you don't really do that because you're not ready to acknowledge it as much of a problem as it is until you're actually in those situations and then you keep ending up in those situations and you're like, shit, I'm in this fucking situation again. Well, when you're doing that, I got a solution for you. (laughs) So once you're in these situations and you're like, shit, I am anxious. I'm afraid of these people's judgment. Here I am palm sweating jello at the knees once again. First of all, have some back pocket conversation starters because a lot of the time the hardest part with small talk or being in new situations or being with people is your ability to start a conversation. You normally rely on the other person to start the conversation and then maybe you can jump in a little bit better. So if you have like maybe five key conversation starters, you're probably going to be pretty well off because you don't need, you probably won't need to use all of them. And they can be so simple. Like they can be something as simple as, did you do anything exciting this week? Or what was the most exciting part of your week? Or do you have any trips planned? You know, anything, anything, anything. Look them up online. There's conversation starters online. There's games uh, that are conversation starters. I mean, you could look through those decks of games if you want. You know what? Truth be told, I've bought one of those games before just so that I could have ideas of conversation starters. You know, did I need to buy a game in order to do that? No, but you know what? Sometimes the game is fun. So now it's a double whammy. I got ideas to use on the fly and I can bring a deck to a fun social interaction and maybe just use the deck as a excuse to start conversations. (laughs) Whatever. Anyways. That is one option. And then there's also this super cool trick that I think that you guys will really like. It's something that I learned when I was in Godforsaken. I'm so sorry. I was in a sorority when I was in college. (laughs) And my roommate was the membership vice president and she was up fucking obsessed with recruitment. My friend did this really cool, I'll never forget it, this really cool activity that she taught us how to, I, I wish I knew what she called it, but it was like a roulette, not a roulette. It was like a a word bouncing game, we'll call it. So if I say to you, I went to the movies with my friends this weekend, you pick a word within that sentence that you want to bounce off of. So you're probably going to pick movies or you're going to pick friends. So you would say something like, oh, I love the movies. I went and saw a movie with my mom last week and then the next person can say oh really do you have a good relationship with your mom what's your mom like what's your friends like if you want to go back to the first oh you went with your friends what are your friends like who's your best friend describe her to me something like that and then you use a word from each sentence to be able to kind of conversate a little bit more I've tried to use that in social situations a lot because it makes it just a little bit easier it gives you something to focus on compared to just like trying to think of a response you're listening to what that person says so that you can find a word and what they're saying and then be able to respond to it better because a lot of the time I feel like I sit there and am reeling about trying to come up with a response that's again witty or clever for whenever they're done talking instead of actually genuinely listening listening to what they have to say which can also contribute to the social anxiety essentially 
you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't if you don't interact with people socially you're gonna feel bad eventually because you're gonna be lacking the basic human need of social interaction of human connectedness and you're going to feel like there's something wrong with you because you know in your heart that you're avoiding it but you are going to be damned as well if you go out there and try to interact and you're going to be scared and it's going to stink but you know what the reason it is a social anxiety disorder is because it is taking over your life and you know when it's a problem and you know when it needs to come to an end so these are just a few ways that might help you figure out how to get a little bit closer to knowing yourself more so that you can love yourself a little bit more and not feel like it's your fault when you go into social interactions and can't interact. It's just that you have a lack of resources. It's not that there's anything wrong with you. You just have a lack of knowledge on how to approach these situations and how to handle them that best suits you. So whether it's this episode or it's you looking something up online or it's you reading something in a book, you just have to at least acknowledge that this is an issue for you so that you can find the right tools and strategies that are going to help you move through it so that you don't have to feel like shit anymore when you go to social interactions. You guys are the absolute best. I'm so excited to be one week in with you guys. Three more to go, two more to go. I don't know how February works. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about personally one of my favorite topics. It's been a long journey for me, and it is like seriously one of my fucking favorite things to talk about, standing up for yourself. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that coming out at midnight tonight. You can follow me at underscore Sarah Ritt on Instagram. You can follow Wellish at Wellish Podcast, and you can follow me at Sarah Rittendale on TikTok. I will talk to you ishes tomorrow. Bye, guys.